Welcome to the Elevate Your Life podcast with Evelyn Kelly. I'm your host, Evie, life and business coach, and I'm here to support you to create unstoppable self-belief and confidence so that you can create the abundant life and profitable business you truly love and deserve. Join me for soulful yet straight-talking chats with epic humans, juicy DMs with me, and loads of inspiration so that you can be the best version of yourself and share your authentic magic with the world. Are you with me? Here we go. Hi, 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 beautiful humans. Welcome back to the Elevate Your Life podcast. I am your host, Evie, and today I'm joined by the gorgeous Sophia Rose Bernardi. I can't wait to introduce her in just a moment. But today we're talking all things business, mindset, the energetics of business, and some of the key things that both Sophia and I believe to be huge pillars of creating a really profitable and aligned business for yourself. So, Voted as one of the top 30 coaches to look out for in 2021 by the New York City Journal, Sophia Rose Bernardi is a mindset and business coach, helping new and rising coaches master their mindset, create an aligned and profitable strategy, and grow a six-figure business using the rising coach method. Sophia has built a multi six-figure business at the age of 24 and credits her journey to the discovery of the power of the mind and the process she journeyed through in her late teens and early 20s of overcoming her own personal trauma to recognize her greatness and potential. Sophia now helps people cultivate confidence through the power of mindset and scale to 10k plus months in their businesses. Holy moly, Sophia is Oh, incredible. Such a gun in this business. And I know that she's got so much wisdom to share with us all on the podcast today. So I am so excited for this conversation. Like I said, there is, oh, I kind of got it to the end of this episode. And I was like, oh my goodness, we could have gone in so many different tangents and different areas and really dived into some of the content that she was talking through because it was just super aligned and I was like yes 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 so I'm sure you will love this and find there is some really powerful key messages here some key takeaways and things that you can implement and go away and do in your own personal life and your business or whatever endeavor you're doing at the moment whether that's business or not so I think you'll love this episode so without further ado Here is the one and only Sophia Bernardi. Good morning, Soph. How are you? Welcome to the Elevate Your Life podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited about this. Yay, me too. I'm already feeling like really good energy and I just know that whatever we talk about today, it's going to be good. (laughs) I know. I'm so excited. Like my cheeks hurt from smiling. Too early for that. <laughs> oh my goodness, me too. I love it. Okay, well, start us off with a dose of inspiration and I'd love to hear your favorite quote and why. Oh my God, I love this. My, I love quotes, by the way, so this is really difficult, but um, the first one that always comes to mind when I get asked this question is that life is happening for you, not to you. And 
That is just my favorite quote because when I think back to where my journey first began in terms of healing, growth, personal development, it absolutely started when I first heard that quote because I had just never heard anything like it. And prior to hearing that, I truly felt that life was happening to me. And so it was such a mind-blowing revelation to hear the opposite, I suppose. Yeah, absolutely. It kind of takes us from that victim mentality into a way more empowering narrative. Exactly. Exactly. I felt like, yeah, such a victim without even realizing it um, prior to hearing that. And it just was one of those light bulb moments. Like, I can't tell you how much that moment changed my life. Amazing. I love that quote. I've, yeah, definitely one that's helped me as well along the way and something I love to share. So, so good. Love that. And so before we dive into our conversation today, would you tell us and the listeners a little bit about you, your backstory, how you came into doing this work? Absolutely. So if we backtrack a little bit, when I was 16 years old, um, I found out that my dad actually had a gambling addiction and that was very unexpected, um, but everything sort of made sense when I found out. And that naturally broke our family up quite a lot um, Mm. and it resulted in um, my mum, so she's from Denmark and my dad is from Australia and she just wanted to go back home and be with her family because things just got a little bit out of hand. And so at 16 years old, um, we all had a suitcase each and we moved to Denmark. And that was very, very challenging. As a 16-year-old, all you really care about is your social life. And uh, yeah, you know, with a like out of nowhere, suddenly I was starting my entire life again. Didn't understand the language, the culture, the climate is completely different from Australia Mm. and lost, you know, all my friends, my dog, my home, just everything I knew. And I was just thrown in the absolute deep end. And I think that's where, um, you know, things just started to get really, really challenging for me all of a sudden, um, just because of yeah the the unknown i suppose on so many levels and it took me a couple of years extra to finish school and everything like that because i had to learn the language fluently um it wasn't all bad i did uh you know i've got some of the greatest friends in denmark to this day and family and it was you know it was a beautiful experience but there were also so many challenges and I really blamed my dad for a long time. And this is why this quote was so important to me, right? Because I just felt like such a victim. I was like, this was out of my control. It wasn't my fault. And my life is ruined because of this one person and situation. Um, And, you know, it was that thought pattern that built up so much resentment and anger and hurt inside of me, which um, naturally impacted me a lot. Um, And yeah, one day I was just, I think, crying in bed, <laughs> Googling how to be happy because I just didn't have any resources. And I came across Tony Robbins, who I had no idea who he was at the time. And I was just listening to one of his talks. Um, I think it was a TED talk. And he mentioned that life is happening for you and not to you. And something just switched there. And then all of a sudden I was watching all of his videos. I bought all of his books and 
just really dove deep there. Fast track a little bit, finished school, was much happier, moved back to Australia on my own. Um, and I kind of thought everything would just be um, all happy days after that. But I realized <laughs> that moving doesn't solve problems does it um and i still had no idea what to do with my life and you know still you know could have been a lot more confident and all of that sort of stuff but i um you know after a few more challenges in australia i decided to really work on myself i just had no choice but to work on myself because i couldn't process or handle the feelings i was feeling about myself and about life and I went to one of Tony Robbins seminars, completely changed the game, like absolutely. And I decided at that event that um, if I could change this much in such a short period of time, I really wanted to help other people to do the same. And I know you were at that same event as me, so you'll know how incredible this was. Absolutely. One of the biggest things they preach at this event is, you know, the the importance of having a coach. And so, the first thing I did when I left that event was get a coach to help me become a coach. And that's kind of where this all really began. I learned slowly like how to do things. And yeah, now I've been able to in under two years, create a lot of fulfillment and success from what I do. And I'm just in such a different place. And it's such a nice feeling to be able to help people build confidence in themselves and grow their business and yeah love themselves because um I know exactly what it feels like to not be in that position and it's yeah the most fulfilling and rewarding thing to yeah to have clarity and confidence I suppose yeah oh thank you so much for sharing your story it's such a beautiful one and oh my goodness so many twists and turns right but love (laughs) love so much of that you know the learning the lessons that you've gained along the way and how you know often we have this but so much of why you do what you do is because of what you've been through and how you know transformative and supportive it was for you so I love that so much and yeah resonate with so many parts of your story there even though mine's really different but definitely some similarities in that so amazing love that so much and you were such a gun at at this work and in business (laughs) you've created so much success in such a short space of time so that leads us really nicely into talking a little bit more about business coaching, a bit more about um, mindset and energetics I wanted to kind of talk to you about today because I know that you and I have kind of some similarities in that we both did confidence coaching for more of a life coaching I still offer that, but I think you've moved solely into business coaching. Hey, um, and then bought into, yeah, I've bought into business coaching as well. And then our our frameworks are quite similar in many ways and that we both talk to mindset and strategy. So tell us a little bit more about why you think mindset and energetics specifically are so crucial, especially in the early stages of our business. Absolutely. So when I first decided to become a coach, I only wanted to help people with what I knew I could help people with, right? So I started off as mindset coaching because that is something I had personally overcome and was in a very different place with. And that, you know, that really grew so quickly because I was able to help uh, my clients generate such incredible results. And because my business grew so quickly, I started to attract a lot of coaches asking me how I did that. And I tried to sort of ignore that for a bit because I was like, I'm a mindset coach. I don't help people start businesses, but (laughs) you you 
can't really ignore the audience that you're attracting in the end. And so I just started helping people to grow their business. And I, I realized um, upon reflection and everything like that, that one of the biggest things that helped me to generate results so quickly was my mindset, right? So I have found that mindset plays such a huge role when it comes to the growth and success of your business, because without a strong mindset, it really leads to like being at war with yourself. I see it all the time with new coaches, you know, their decisions, their thoughts, their feelings, um, and everything's just challenging, right? Because you get caught up telling yourself, you don't know what you're doing. You're not good enough. You're not ready. Um, because that's just what our brain loves to do. Whenever we do anything we care about (laughs) basically. (laughs) Um, And um, I just have really found over time that there are three pillars that you need to master when it comes to, yeah, your, the mindset side of things. So the first is clarity, right? Um, If you don't know who you are, what you're doing and why you're doing it, most importantly, it's really hard to, you know, feel confident, right? When you just are clueless about what you're doing so clarity is super super important um and it'll be challenging to create a plan to generate results right Mm. the second thing you obviously need in terms of having a strong mindset is confidence because when you're confident in yourself your service and in your clients you need to be confident in all three um communication becomes easy showing up becomes easy and selling becomes easy as well Um, And then finally, you need consistency, right? So you can have all the confidence and clarity in the world. But if you don't take consistent action, then nothing's going to happen with that, right? So in order for anything to grow, you have to give it love and attention, whether it's your dog, your program, yourself, your indoor plant, like you have to take, look after it and take consistent action. Um, And often when I say this, sometimes people get mixed up between constantly and consistently. And I just want to point out that they're two very different things. It's Mm. not about taking constant action and burning yourself out. It just has to be a sustainable amount that allows you to grow and do that consistently. So that's the role mindset um, really plays when it comes to getting results. Yeah. Amazing. Love that so much. And you speak with such clarity when you guide us through that. I can yeah, so relate and resonate with what you're sharing there. And what are some of the big mindset wobbles then do you see new coaches or new entrepreneurs have in those early stages? Yeah. So I've noticed quite a few stories that new coaches tell themselves and I've definitely experienced all of them tenfold um, when I first started. Um, The biggest ones are I think there's this misconception with coaches that we're supposed to have um, our shit together 24-7 and we have to be these perfect human beings because we're life coaches and (laughs) of course I know it's funny when you realize that's not true Um, but yeah there's this misconception that I think new coaches feel that if they have fear and doubt or you know a you know a day or a week where they're not as positive as usual that it means they're not supposed to be a coach and they're not ready to be a coach when that's just so not true it just makes you human what matters is not so much what circumstances or what thoughts come to mind but more how you respond to that and you know again you're human so we're not all going to respond perfectly every time either but this is where being an integrity and having a coach yourself that you consistently show up to, it kind of prevents that happening in the first place. Or if it does happen, it allows you to 
get back on track a lot easier because you have someone um, on the outside that's supporting you and has the best intentions for you. So I feel like that's one of them is that, you know, if you feel like you've been through too much or you have too many negative thoughts that it means you're not ready when I don't think that that's true mm. at all. Um, I think, yeah, it's, it's just how you actually feel about that. And I used to give myself a really hard time um, that I wasn't, you know, how can I be a confidence coach when I'm experiencing fear right now? But really, like, that's so normal. And I think as soon as you can actually accept and normalize that, the faster you can move through it, right? It's actually yes. the resistance to accepting that that causes so much suffering. Um, so I would say that's a huge story. And then just yeah stories like I'm not ready what if people judge me I don't know what I'm doing like all of these stories but um we're in the same industry so I'm sure you've heard so many similar stories or other stories maybe oh absolutely absolutely um I just wrote down there like claiming your humanness because yeah. I so agree with that like as soon as we take off the I have to have all my shit together have to be perfect have to you know drink green juices and meditate 10 times a day or whatever then yeah I mean that's not the stuff that people relate with either and the more human you can be the more authentic and aligned you can be in everything you do in your business I believe is really the sweet spot and what's going to give you so much more success right so yeah, yeah. and when you um work around a lot of coaches you start to realize this because I yes. used to think from looking at people on social media oh they're so perfect they never have a problem no wonder they're succeeding there's no way I can succeed and now that I work in the same environments this is why coaching and proximity is so powerful right I now see the other side for yeah. everyone and it's I can't tell you how helpful that has been because I realize I'm not alone and actually Every single coach that I really, really admire has been through or going through something super challenging and it doesn't mean that their business needs to take a toll because of it. Yes. Um, and, yeah, it's just funny how we can just make the worst assumptions um, just looking at social media and there's always another side. And that's why I do my best to be as transparent as possible. But even so, it's really it's it is challenging to kind of show all sides. Um, yeah. Despite yeah, despite my efforts. But I kind of just wanted to say that, like, if you're following people online, just know that um, they go through things as well. And the quicker you can realise that, yeah. the easier it will be to move through it, essentially. Like there are relationship coaches I know that are going through a breakup currently. And, again, it's not what's happening to them that's necessarily a problem. It's how they, they respond to that situation and move that is what makes them a great coach. It's not that they don't face problems. It's just they deal with it. Um, in a really empowering way. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And just being really careful not to make it mean other things. I think you've touched on this earlier, like we can make it mean that we shouldn't be a coach or we're not good enough for X, Y, Z in our business, but actually none of that actually matters. It's just like, yeah, like how you show up, how you choose to respond, how you choose to navigate and, and move through that. And that's then what you can help other people with, right? Like the more human you can be the more challenges and experiences and just life that you've lived I think is really helpful right it is I think it's just it's huge and people always connect with the human side of you right like I can't I can't tell you the number of times when people are like ask about Finn my god retrieve a dog or like um share something that 
that I've done on Instagram or, um, you know, I've shared on, on stories or something and then they'll, they'll ask about it and people connect with humans, right? Energy doesn't lie. And people, people want to see you, the real you and realize that, yeah, you're not some like robot or don't, aren't um, exempt from challenges. And I think like what was coming to me earlier is like, get yourself in circles where you can see that. Like, I think that's why a mastermind experience for, you know, both of us offer now, is so powerful because you have other people navigating similar types of things or different challenges, but we all go through them and you can see that like, there's nothing wrong with me here. I'm not any different. Like I can still create wonderful success and I can learn and grow through these mindset wobbles or challenges or build the confidence that I need to, to show up and shine. Yeah. 100%. I agree with you so much. And I almost, um, get excited when I've overcome a challenge because now I'm like, <laughs> I can help my clients with this now. Yeah. Like I'd rather have experienced this and overcome it than be this perfect human that never experiences challenges, which probably just means I don't get out of my comfort zone enough. Um, you know, I'd, I'd rather do that so I can help people through it. So there's always like a positive to everything you go through. I was just talking to someone about that yesterday that I'm glad for the the big challenges I've had to navigate in business because it makes me a better coach it really does Um, and that's why I believe there's no such thing as failure there's just feedback right yes 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 and our minds love to judge and make stories and delete and morph the truth a little bit there (laughs) yeah and so tell me more about if we move away from mindset now and a little bit more into energetics, similar, but different, tell me more about like your experience with energetics. Maybe let's define it actually first and foremost. And then how do you see that influencing business and how you show up? Totally. So energy is not something I played with when I first started out. Cause I just didn't know. Um, I didn't know about it. Um, yeah. but it- has really been this missing piece to my business for sure. You know, I had the strategies, you know, I felt like I had the mindset, but things weren't sort of growing the way, you know, I would have liked. And then I came across energetics and I I hired a coach and I dove really deep into that. And that's where things truly shifted for me. And that's why that's a pillar, you know, in my framework. So energetics to me, it's such a complex thing to explain, to be honest, but essentially everything is energy, like everything Mm. from, the chair you're sitting on to the laptop to yourself like everything is energy and vibrating at a certain frequency and um I guess the law of energetics is you will create in your life what you are an energetic match for as woo as that sounds um and so for me energetics is a combination of um not so much it's not what you're doing it's who you're being and when Mm. I started to focus not so much on all of this like masculine strategy that didn't even align or resonate with me and instead focused more of my um energy on on who I'm being that's where things really shifted like that's what made the the big difference and I experienced pretty immediate results from that and then of course when you realize something works you tap into it even more right so for me I look at um a combination of masculine energy and feminine energy um for myself and dependent on what I'm doing will be what energy I'm tapping into. So for example, um, 
feminine energy is very much going with the flow and listening to your body and um, playing and, you know, feeling really free. And then the masculine energy is more of the doing, the structure, the goals, um, the decision, like intense decision making and all of that sort of stuff. And I really believe that both play such a significant role um, for females in business. You know, Mm. I think one without the other would be such a disservice to yourself. So I'm not all in my feminine. I'm not like this complete woo person. Like I very much do use my masculine. I just know what to use when essentially. So it plays, it plays a role, both of them. Um, And for me, how I teach energetics is again, a combination of three different things. So I teach, um, you know, healing tools. So really like mending yourself, because in order to shift who you're being, you have to heal the parts of you that, you know, um, need healing, I suppose. And so Mm. that's a combination of releasing emotions that don't serve you long-term and releasing beliefs that do not serve you. And then forgiveness towards yourself and towards others. Like you really need to just let go of everything that doesn't serve you, which is a never ending journey, but there's absolutely all something we could work on now to release. That's going to support you so much. So first is that healing component. The next thing is learning how to move through challenges that arise, like move through them energetically. Right? So when we, when we feel an emotion, it's stored in our body. And some emotions obviously serve us more than others. They all serve a purpose and are important, but only some really serve us to stay in our body, right? Mm. So if we're feeling hurt or anger or pain of any kind, long-term, we, we definitely want to release that from our body. And there are practices you can do, like movement you can do, to do that, whether that's screaming into a pillow or going for a run or dancing or, you know, all sorts of practices, right? Lots of things you can do and even practices you can do to prevent that um, taking such a toll on you in the first place. And then the third thing I teach with energetics is the manifestation piece. So really, again, stepping into that higher frequency to attract what it is you're calling in. And so I know that that can sound a little bit confusing for people. So what I mean by that is, let's say you want to earn $10,000 in your business. So often I hear people say that, oh, when I earn $10,000, then I'll invest in myself. Or when Mm. I reach $10,000, then I'll treat myself nicely and have a day off every week and then I'll do this. But the problem is, is that in order to actually create the $10,000, you need to become that version of you now, right? Yeah. And it makes sense when you say it like that. So instead of me saying that I'll, I'll behave and think and feel a certain way when I get somewhere, instead I'm like, how can I become that person now in order to become a match for the $10,000 months? And so the, yeah, I, I do practices to think and feel and behave that way now. And that's what supports me. So if I want to, I'm moving towards a million dollars now, how does the million dollar version of Sophia show up? And I need to, and it's a practice, right? But I need to take action and make decisions from that point. So the version of me that's earning a million dollars doesn't question investing in themselves. 
and everyone's version of of their million dollar self will be different right so there's no right or wrong but the million dollar version of me doesn't question investments the million dollar version of me you know takes aligned consistent action you know the million dollar version of me prioritizes how i'm feeling and my mental health and works on myself consistently the million dollar version of me has boundaries in place has automations and systems in place um, to allow me to create and flow more the million dollar version of me has a team in place you know and so instead of waiting till i get to a million dollars to do those things I'm work. I'm doing what I can, what's available to me now, to do those things now, and it's made all of the difference. And it hasn't always felt comfortable or easy, but I do it anyway, and it always works out. Yeah, absolutely. I really loved how you explained that. So thank you so much for diving into that, and also just the way that you like to do things. I I absolutely agree. Is that almost sometimes we can jump to, oh, I just got to manifest and I've just got to be the match and, and like high vibes and woo woo and cool. But then if we've got other stuff holding us back, old beliefs, old stories, old healing trauma stuff that we need to move through, then it's not going to allow us to get there. Right. And I think that's where some people miss that part because that's not the fun, like, yay, I want to manifest everything in my life. <laughs> that's the harder part, generally speaking. But that's why I think and correct me if this doesn't feel true for you, but I know certainly for me and my work, having done all of that beautiful work on myself and, and you know, my story, and you could listen to that on other, other podcasts, but, um, you know, doing all of that wonderful inner work and healing has enabled me to step into business with so much more ease, I think, because we don't have as much of that quote unquote baggage, I want to say. And often I think that's where sometimes people are like, well, I'm not seeing the act uh, not seeing the results sorry despite taking the action in my business and that's where sometimes we just need to work out what is the missing puzzle piece for you specifically sometimes it's the strategy part or if you're like nailing the strategy then maybe it's more of like something subconscious holding you back or limiting beliefs or some healing to do or some sold stories around money or abundance or whatever it might be and then energy stepping into manifestation kind of territory Absolutely. Like, um, I think as new coaches, what I see often is they just want the how to's. They want yeah. the strategy. Do this and you'll get this result. But I'm telling you, you could copy the exact same strategy as someone else. But if your thought that that's succeeding, but if your thoughts in the process of doing that are, I'm not good enough, I suck, I don't know yeah. what I'm doing, it will not work for you even if you do word for word the same thing that's how much of a role energetics and your thoughts play like your thoughts really create your results because your thoughts generate feelings in your body your feelings will dictate the action you take and the action will dictate you know the results so it really does start mm -hmm. at your thoughts and so people like to skip over that like just tell me what to do and that's why you see so many coaches unfortunately not make it like most people unfortunately don't make money because they're either missing the mindset piece or the energy piece or the strategy piece and I just really really believe at such a core level that it requires all three whether yeah. it's consciously or not like there will be some people that yeah. don't know what energetics are and they succeed but I'm telling you they would have such a strong mm. energy they would have such a great mindset and a way of being and doing things right so I just really believe at such a core level it is those three pillars that yeah that 
need in order to create, build and grow anything you desire in your life. Totally. Absolutely. Absolutely. I just did a podcast literally last week and it was the best business strategy is the one that's authentic to you basically. And it's about really like one, yes, doing the mindset and the energy part, but also creating something that's authentic and aligned. Like, like you say, we can follow like a 10 step plan, but even if you follow that to a T, it doesn't necessarily guarantee results. And especially in this kind of work, I believe like energy doesn't lie. I really believe that you can feel that energy through everything that we do and create online. If that's like Instagram posts, stories, um, any of your website, coffee, your offers, you know, it translates and people feel that. Um, so it's so powerful. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Amazing. I love this so much. Can you tell me a few, like, I want to talk about like tangible things, like real practical things that maybe results or things that you've done either in your own life and your own business or that you've supported clients through where they've done maybe a couple of little tweaks in terms of their energy or in terms of their mindset. And it's created, yeah, so much more success or the, the results that they wanted. For sure. I think the biggest thing that stands out for me is that thought work. So I teach this process. It's like a self-coaching model essentially around shifting your thoughts and how that has the flow on effect like I was explaining before. And I think like my biggest role as a coach is to support my clients when they come to me um, with what thoughts are ruling the show here. Like whenever something's not working, it's because they have a thought, right? And so it's like supporting them to capture all of those thoughts and essentially rewrite them and and change those because it's essentially a belief really Mm. and that doesn't always have to be this big thing you know you can shift that through a decision and through awareness I'll give you a quick example like um a few months ago I was launching uh a what was I launching a three-day I was doing a three-day challenge and the month prior I had just had my first $50,000 month which I was super proud of and then I was doing some thought work the following month around I wanted you know my goal was to do the same thing again I wanted to generate another $50,000 month and I noticed all of this um fear come up and I was journaling through it all and I actually I kid you not this is what I did and this is just how crazy our brain can be I was writing the reason why I think it won't happen is because I've never done it before, but I had just (laughs) done it. And I literally wrote down, um, I'm not sure if I can do it because I've never done it before. And it was only when I read back through it, I'm like, I literally just lied to myself. Like Mm. I just completely made up a story about why I can't have this. And I had all of these excuses and reasons why it won't happen. And upon reflection, um, all of those things I had written down were things that were the same for the previous month, but I still managed to um, achieve that. And so I rewrote those stories and it wasn't this super hard, complex process. It was so natural. I just really flowed with it. I just questioned all of my thoughts essentially. Mm. And I went on to do it again. I had another $50,000 a month and I honestly bring it down to rewriting the thoughts that came up because once I shifted through them suddenly I was showing up more I didn't have any fear and doubt so I was just you know high energy um low attachment and I was just you know offering the challenge to as many people as possible and it just felt so easy to do so and then selling was so easy because I just really believe in my offer so much and then so many people joined and I think I think I had yeah it was definitely it was over fifty thousand dollars and it's just this huge reminder for me, like, 
like catch the thoughts and and yeah. rewrite them essentially and now that's just what I help my clients with at such a deep level um of course there are strategy tweaks and things we can improve but you know I teach my clients the strategy it's so simple it's right in front of them to follow and really the main work becomes about obviously the implementation but then that mindset piece and then the energy piece and um that's the that's the real work doing that sort of stuff so I think mm. that's probably the biggest thing you know I actively do um is is that and then Love yeah that. I'm just always investing in myself and always doing this work because you kind of you don't know what you don't know you can't see what you can't see sort of thing but when you have a coach they can catch you in it so much faster um yeah. being on the outside Absolutely. I just want to celebrate you so much. You're just such a gun in this. I'd be like, those are epic <laughs> results. Love that so much. And yeah, incredible, incredible. But also that you practice what you preach, like you're actually showing up and doing the work on yourself. And I love that about you. And I think that's like exactly what you're saying. Like that's what we all need to do to create the success in our business. And it's going to look slightly different for everyone, but at every stage and level of business, we'll have stories, thoughts that don't serve us. It's just how we're wired, right? The thanks and a critic, but no thanks. And it's like that constant practice of, okay, what do I need to shift and clear? How's my mindset today? What's my energy like? How do I tap into future me or, you know, that million dollar me, like you were saying earlier and start taking action from that place. Yeah. Love it Love so that. much. I was also going to just circle back to something that just keeps coming through for me. So I feel like I need to share it <laughs> is I remember in the early stages, my belief in myself was wobbly as a new coach, but deep down in my intuition, I knew that this was what I was here to do. And that calling had been circling around me for a long time. And I had kind of like pushed it to the side for a long time. And then, yeah worked my way through that signed up to become a coach as well and did the training and so obviously that was really supportive but I think if I like that calling and that intuitive knowing deep down was I think the thing that really helped me in those early stages to pull me through the challenges that I was navigating in my mindset and it's I think it's also important to note here that I didn't have a coach at the time one-to-one -one in the really early early stages of my business which you know, in hindsight, it's a wonderful thing. If I could go and do my time again, that's probably what I would recommend to others. But hey, this was my timeline and my journey. So no, no regrets. But I think it took me a while to kind of nut out some of that stuff on my own. Like you said, it's faster and easier when you've got someone to support you with that and catch you when you can't see or yeah, see your patterns or the things that aren't serving you. But I think deep down, it's like that beautiful that beautiful intuitive knowing that you're in the right place, that this is what you need to do. And this is like, this is your gifts. This is what you're here to do. And I think I heard you say and sort of a, a version of that when you're like, I was like selling was easy because I believed in my offer so much and I was so aligned and fired up by it. Like, I think that's, that's so beautiful. And I think like part of that was like knowing how life-changing this work can be and having journeyed through so much of it initially myself I, I really knew that to my core and I think you were the same probably um anyway I just feel like I had to had to share that with, with everyone so, yeah I'm so glad you did because um 
I know I really, really at a fundamental level, because it honestly wasn't that long ago, I've only been in business like two and a half years. Um, you know, when I first started, I had that many meltdowns. It's not even funny. Like I questioned yeah. myself and experienced fear every single month. I can't even tell you how many times I cried myself to sleep and my partner was just supporting me so much and just being like, like there was a, a huge chunk of time where he believed in me so much more than I believed in me Mm -hmm. and I would just go to him and my coach of course just with the same thoughts over and over again that I'm not good enough it's not working and all of that sort of stuff so I really really get it but I was like you despite having those meltdown moments where I may have said oh I shouldn't do this I never actually meant that yeah (laughs) Don't tell my partner that. I need to mean it every time. <laughs> no, I I would say that, but I've truly, like, I did know it was going to work out. Like, I've never yeah. actually been like, oh, I probably shouldn't do this. Like, it's it's not a matter of, like, if. It's just it's always been when for me, and that's why I just keep investing in myself. Mm. Yeah, I just, I don't have a plan B. This is the only thing I want to do. And so I think that mindset has been super supportive because it just allows me to go all in. And I think that's really the difference between those that make it and those that don't is if they've got one foot out the whole time, um, then of course fear and doubt is going to override you. Whereas if you just go all in despite the fear, it's much easier when you don't have that backup option. Yeah, totally, totally. And I also just want to share like my experience with this is that I didn't, I guess I did have a plan B. I want to say I didn't, but I did have a plan B. I just didn't want to do the plan B. <laughs> um, <laughs> but but my journey through this was that, uh, yeah, so I was still physioing um, almost like 30 hours a week, I think it was up until, um, anyway, a while back. Um But in the early stages, that was really supportive for me. And lots of people come into coaching or their own business where they do have another job and they need that income to support them financially. And I think that that's awesome. Like that's cool. But energetically, there's a shift there that we can make. So it doesn't necessarily mean that we can we only have to do our business. And if we have another job or another form of income or whatever, then that's not you all in. Have all of that. You just got to like, yeah, like still be in all in on the commitments that you do have and everyone's lifestyle and desires are so different some people are so multi-passionate and have five businesses I personally just don't know how you do it but I'm so (laughs) I do that you just got to be all in on those commitments that's essentially it Totally, totally. So FYI, if you're still in another job or business or whatever it might be, totally fine. But yeah, energetically just like tying up those loose ends. And yeah, I love the 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 commitment that you're saying there is like, and I had a client just recently be like, okay, cool. I'm like literally ticking off all these things. Like I've got my business bank account now. I've set up my my business number in New Zealand or wherever you're from. Like all of those kind of like, yes, I'm all in, I'm investing, I'm putting down money, I'm showing up. I'm like actually making tangible changes and be like, hey universe, like I'm ready, I'm open and I'm, you know, ready to welcome in clients income, et cetera. Um, yeah so 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 helpful and then burning your bridges at some point (laughs) maybe not burning them completely but so to speak you know metaphorically here is like hard for me Yeah. yeah my partner really had to help me with that because I was just holding on to these 
I had five jobs at one point whilst growing my business, like five jobs. And I really struggled to let them go because I was afraid of letting those workplaces down. Mm. I was like then scared that I would lose all my income that I've worked towards building and all of these things. But um, it just got to a point where it was no longer serving me to be in those places because it was stopping me from from going all in, I suppose, in my business. So, um, yeah. yeah, the the burning the boats part, I made sure that I was definitely, I definitely had results coming in and hmm. that's going to look so different for everyone. Some people, finance is not an issue at all and they can just go all in. Um, some people want a lot more certainty before burning those boats um for me yeah I definitely wanted to I definitely had some belief and some results that showed me that I could do this but it was still scary right but honestly I never looked back after doing that yeah yeah same so good so good all right shall we move into some more rapid fire questions this has been so juicy already and I feel like actually we've answered some of these but would love to hear your take on this so what's been one of your biggest lessons to date in business Mm, that is such a good question I would just say that um (laughs) it doesn't necessarily get easier but you get better you get so much better at what you're doing overcoming the challenges like I used to have this belief that like there's no problems once you reach a certain amount of money but it's just different challenges so you just get you get better at navigating everything um and your your thoughts play a much bigger role in your business than you think yes interesting love those uh okay next one what's one piece of advice you tell someone who's in the early stages of business go all in on your business emotionally energetically and financially oh love it Amazing. Cool. Um, If there's one thing, one message or one piece of wisdom that you'd like to impart with the world and the lives that you've touched, what would it be? Honestly, it's so cliche, but just never give up um, ever. Just do not give up. And remember that everything is always changing, right? So you could be in a challenging place right now, know that that is changing. Um, everything in life is always, always changing every single moment. And also when the when the good times are here, know that even that can be temporary. So appreciate it, like every little thing, like appreciate the shit out of everything um, because that's going to support it to expand. And that non-attachment to both the challenging times and the good times is really important. Yes, beautiful. We didn't touch on that in manifestation, but such a key part of it, isn't it? Gratitude and appreciation. Yes. So key. Yeah, absolutely. Love those. Amazing, amazing. Okay, so Soph, where can the listeners find you? Totally. Well, firstly, everyone should come over to my podcast because I just interviewed Evie as well. Um, So my podcast is called Rising Coaches with Sophia Bernardi. Um, And otherwise, I would love to chat with you and hear your takeaways from this episode and that you can find me on Instagram at Sophia Rose Bernardi. And that's the same as my website as well. Amazing. We will definitely link all of those in the show notes as well. Thank you so much for coming on, Soph. This has been so delicious. I feel like we could talk for hours about these topics, <laughs> but I feel like we've given people some like powerful key takeaways and some punchy little bite-sized pieces to yeah, to implement, hopefully to stimulate some change and some new thoughts for them. Um, and yeah, some new success for them in their businesses. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.
wasn't that epic? For all of the details and things we talked about in today's show, you can check them out in the show notes and that's over at evelynkelly.co.nz forward slash podcast. And if you can think of anyone who would really benefit from this episode, then please share it with them. And while you're there, I would be so grateful if you could leave me a five-star review in iTunes so that we can get this podcast out to even more humans and create a ripple effect throughout the world. 